You're listening to The Full Broadside. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Full Broadside, episode 58. I know, because Nightmare and I, before the show, we checked, and we're right, 58. Cheated. Yeah, well, I have to look. I, uh, you looked it up. I did. I, I don't remember, <laughs> man. It. I don't remember. He Googled it. I Googled I it, it yeah. Up, and I came up one short, so he's like, no, that can't be right, because I'm like, I thought we had more than this. Right, right, right. But uh, how's everybody been doing this week? Uh, I, I know it's been uh, been a long week, but uh, KJ, let's start with you. How you been, man? Ah, uh, doing all right. Doing all right. Um, you know, back to normal work. Well, it's always never been a different time frame for me. But the uh, winter storm warnings and all that ice and snow and stuff is passed along. So we're pretty much back to normal. I mean, back to you know, fifty degree weather. You know, 45, 50 degree weather all day long. So, hmm. eh, it's fine. Wow. It's a typical typical winter days in Texas. Yeah, we had a couple of days of 30s and we started to enjoy it. And then suddenly the wind switched. We got below zero wind chill and now we're down into the single digits again. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, yay for you. Well, good yeah. thing you got your uh, your your truck window fixed, so you could keep the keep. It well, it's it's partially fixed. It it, it stays right. up and as long as I don't press it down. It it doesn't because it, it it I did try to open it the other day and it had a little resistance and it opened up again. But I got to get some marine uh, marine sealant for it and then I'll be good. But but that's that's not for here. We yeah. Well, well, I, I know, but it's just it's in general. I'm just glad your windows. Up yeah, so you don't yeah. You freeze it. So <laughs> yep, yep. Well, my heat still doesn't work on my feet, so my tootsies are still a little chilly. But it is what it is, you know. So yeah, <laughs> Mando, how you been? Doing great. Uh, just I I went back and uh, research bureau reset, and so I researched oh, my boy. yeah the research line. And the other night, I was fishing around, just kind of looking for some late-night movies to watch, and I happened to just chance stumble upon a great World War II warship movie, Greyhound, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hanks. Good movie. And, yeah, and I hadn't seen it in a while, and so I, I put it in, watched it. Excellent movie. Mo- most of it is all action. Just excellent. Um, and, and when I had first watched it around the first time, it didn't dawn on me, and I, and I got to ask myself what kind of destroyer that he was, this destroyer captain on leading his convoy across the Atlantic. And they, he mentions it in the beginning of the movie, saying that he was on a Fletcher-class uh, refit and glad to be on a Fletcher-class, and so that kind of motivated me. So when Research Bureau came around, I looked at my... Uh, uh, I haven't gone up my U.S. destroyer line and I really wanted to go up and play the Fletcher because the movie kind of motivated me. So yeah, I, I researched the line and I'm in the Benson right now and plugging along and I uh, can't wait to get into the Fletcher. And hopefully, I know there's no U-boats out there currently in the game, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been a f- it's been fun going back up the U.S. destroyer line. So that's taking up the bulk of my week. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out where the hell uh, to uh, to find that because that's that's a show that I've been wanting to watch and I just I forgot about it. Been busy doing other things and and you know you you had mentioned to find it on Apple something, but I'm gonna have to look around and see if I can find Apple it TV. Else. You know, I, I don't have Apple TV. I've, I've got the Directv <laughs> stream and I've got all the other stuff going on, but there's got to be a way I can pick it up. That, but you know. There is a lot of movies on YouTube that you can watch for free and a lot of just these unknown studios and a lot of um, World War II, modern day made World War II movies uh, on naval warfare. I just watched one dealing with tanks and this one was called um, the, oh, I can't remember, the T-30, T-34 was the name of the movie. And it was about this T-34 Russian tank. And so there's a lot of, and so I kind of dove down the, the rabbit hole. There's a lot of studios out there that are making modern modern day with modern day effects, really good quality movies. Just most of them are made in like Russia or Poland or, you know, over in Europe someplace. And some of them have subtitles. But there's a lot of really good historical World War II stuff. And uh, yeah, Greyhound just happened to pop up on the stream. And so I rewatched it again. Highly recommend that movie if you haven't seen so it. Is war, so is Wargaming in general doing the effects for him, I wonder? Hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's um, good quality. Of, uh, especially that T-34 movie was really good. Uh, it did it did kind of remind me of World of Tanks. And, and, and of course, Greyhound with the Fletcher class. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to get the research bureau and go back up the uh, American destroyer line and get into the Fletcher again. Fletcher was is a great tier 9 destroyer just hands down one of my most favorite tech tree ships in the game uh, the, the Fletcher but anyway I digress. Yeah, yeah anyway uh, uh, Nightmare welcome back buddy it's been a while how the heck have you been and what have you been up to? Yeah <clears throat> it's been a hot minute I uh and I don't know when the last what the what episode what episode I was on last. Um, it's I, been three at least, I would think. Yeah, um, but I've been okay uh, working. Uh, still, uh, I, I, I just recently got the last of my sign-on bonus for work, so I've I'm officially uh, out of all my extra incentive for working. So now I got to find a new job. Oh, so now you're uh, just like the rest of us, huh? Now, yeah, now, <laughs> now you can just whale in the game, right? Yeah. I'm just a working stiff. Now you um, just call in sick all the time, yeah. Yeah, I want to. I wish I could. Um, <laughs> except I work from home, so it's like, oh, you can, can you get out of bed? Yeah, then you can get on your computer. Let's go talk to people. <laughs> so, uh, as, no. as I always say, is like if you're conscious or if you've got time to sleep, you've got time to time time to work. <laughs> That's what I, my company thinks. <laughs> but no, I I've been uh, terrible. It's not fun, but no, I've been I've been uh, doing doing what I can to make some money. I've uh, started up a couple hobbies. I've started um, doing oil painting, uh, a la Bob Ross. Quite literally, I've been uh, I, I watched him since I was a kid, so I've been watching uh, watching him my whole life. So I'm like, you know, at some point, I probably absorbed at least a general idea of how to do this. So um, I won. A uh, Bob Ross paint starter set from work, and I started uh, painting. And a thousand dollars later, I have a full set of paint and easel and all the supplies. So I've started doing that recently, and apparently, people think I'm good. 
Um, I think I'm. Out He's of not kidding. His his paintings are mm-hmm. really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I like them. I think they're great. Uh, I, I've, I I know I have a lot to work on, and I'm going to get better as time goes, and I learn more how to utilize the tools at my disposal. Because um, there's only so much you can do from watching a, a a video of a video from 20 years ago or more. So, yeah, it's uh it's been an experience and it's been fun. Um, I the last one I actually did, I uh, actually managed to sell. So. Uh, that's I thought that was pretty impressive. Well, you um, talk to me off air if you start doing uh, you know requests or, or specific stuff, you know, or, or have a handful of them. You snap some photos. I might be a buyer too. Awesome. I will definitely uh, look into it, see how how things go. But uh, other than that, um, as far as my World of Warships adventure is gone, um, yeah, uh, like Mando said, the Research Bureau uh, bonus came up. And uh, I was not quite ready because the lines that I wanted to grind, re-grind, I wasn't done grinding them in the first place. So I went with the the old standby of what's the cheapest line to do? Oh yes, the Japanese gunboat destroyer line. Um, so I did that, and uh, before I even got through the tier seven, uh, I had enough for uh, my first research bureau ship. So I got the Ohio. <laughs> and uh, I, I got to tell you, um, I want to like the ship. I really do. But I've had one battle in it, and it was on Epicenter. And I got focused because I was, you know, the, in the Ohio. In Ohio. And I was on That's a team full of happen. people who don't know what's going on. And uh, I, I, I tried to do the, the secondary Ohio. And uh, yeah. I uh, don't think it's a good idea. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Yeah, but uh, going forward, I'm probably gonna make some changes to it and uh, see how it plays going forward because it's definitely not a Massachusetts um, as much as I had hoped it would be. Because Massachusetts is my my pride and joy. And uh, speaking of Massachusetts, uh, I think it, it was shortly after I was on my last episode of the full broadside um i got my first ever kraken in the massachusetts holy crap hold on hold on thank you thank you yep yep god dang it i gotta click this board once in a while you know to make it worth the money i spent on (laughs) absolutely but it's i mean it's been a long time coming i've been playing since like the july during the open beta of 2015 so um tail like just opened um, so I've been playing since then, on and off, and uh, it's about time I finally get uh, Kraken. Now I just got to figure out how to get a Witherer somehow. Well, that's play, it. Play that's the John Bart. Say. They they come like crazy. Do you know I expected to get a John Bart in, during the Christmas crates? No, I got a Dunkirk uh, regular after getting the Dunkirk B through the Black Friday chain uh, a couple months ago. So. Yeah, no John Bart for me. Sadly. No, the, the Strasburg does pretty good at fires. So does Thunderer. If you've got either of those, you can you can get Witherer on those two as well. Yeah, either the trick with the, the Strasburg is you've got to be able to, to last. It it doesn't have the yeah. armor that the JB does, and it goes down pretty quick. Yeah, but I think my problem is is uh, uh, I just I, I focus a single target down 
to kill it because that's what I do, and I'm not trying to spread the fire around. I'm trying to take out one ship at a time, you know, for the team. And I think that's my problem. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. You, you, you got to pretend you're Oprah. You get a yeah. fire, and you get a fire, <laughs> and you get a fire, and the whole, yeah, you just, yeah. It, yeah, hit one target, set it on fire, pick another target, set it on fire. And then when the go back, target, go back to your it, first one after he yep. puts it out, put him back yeah, on fire. Light <laughs> yep. him up again. Just you yep. get a fire, you get a fire. Yeah, fire's all around. <laughs> I'll do that one day when I'm feeling particularly potato, and uh, I'm going to turn off my chat, and I think I'll do that. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's jump to there was some developer uh, notes for eleven point two that uh, that were posted here in the last few days and. Uh, wanted to cover some of these and uh, we went over the what was it the roadmap uh, that they they laid out last week and it was uh, pretty much took a lot of the show but this week we've just they, they they're talking about um well you know what Let, let's hit this first one uh the closed test 11.2 for french cruisers the new french cruisers have been added to the game for testing uh Looks like I don't know where it's going to split off, but they only show an eight, nine, and a ten. So maybe the seven's going to be as it is, and they're going to split right after the seven, and there's going to be three more. Maybe that's I think where so. they're going to split because they don't have any any more comments uh, or or any postings about anything seven. Um, but anyway, the the Sherborg is a tier eight uh, super heavy cruiser similar to Dunkirk. Uh, main battery consisting of eight 305 millimeter guns. Uh, those, are, I believe, same guns that are on the Kronstadt that I like so much. Uh, the breast is in at nine 330 millimeter main guns, uh, concentrated on the bow. So this looks like they are all up front, nothing in the back. So this this is going to be another similar to John Bart um, Richelieu. Stuff like that. Um, it's anti-aircraft uh, weaponry is made up of Bofors and Orlicon automatic guns. Whatever the heck that means. They, whether that means they're super good or not. I don't know. Uh, but then you got the Marseille in at 10. Also super heavy cruiser. Displacement of over 30,000 tons if that matters at all. Uh, main armament again. Nine 330mm guns. Placing three turrets looks like you've got a bx set up yeah, they're stacked no yep. actually you yeah this looks like honestly this looks like the lennon you've got you've mm -hmm. got them stacked the the second one yep. in the middle is probably a 360 um yeah so that's that's pretty darn interesting uh, I, I like the looks of that uh it's probably going to be you know an angled tanker pretty good but, but yeah that uh looks like they're going to be uh, let's see. They're going to find a home beside the existing branch of the other French cruisers. Distinctive features of these large cruisers are their speed, thanks to traditionally French improved engine boost and their large number of powerful guns with a long reload time, compensated by a main battery reload booster. However, they cannot boast for having strong armor. Well, imagine that. The stronger your guns get, the weaker your armor gets. It's kind of a trade off. Because of this, they're coupled with their large size. They are quite vulnerable to HE shells. 
Preferred combat distance is medium to long range, but thanks to the 139mm secondaries with increased accuracy, these cruisers can also prove themselves in close quarters battle. Or oh, close look, quarters second, yeah, you know, <laughs> as long as they're seven or below, I'm okay with this, but we'll, we'll hit on that in a little bit. Um, the French cruiser Toulion is uh, tier seven. This is a premium that's going to probably drop first. Uh, you know, as, mm-hmm. as Mando says, there's usually a, a, a premium that comes out with the same concept here. That's it, my theory. Uh, yep. The main purpose envisioned for the ship was to counter the Washington Treaty cruisers. Uh, the Tulian uh, was the first large cruiser to appear at Tier 7. It's armed with main or powerful main battery guns or, and a rich choice of consumables for her tier, either main battery reload booster, repair party, hydroacoustic search, slash defensive AA fire, and fighter. So they've got a huge write-up that I'm not going to read. <laughs> um, but they've got a lot of characteristics. Uh, the, the, the tier 8 Sherborg, eh, plating, 25mm plate, uh, yeah, plating uh, on it. Um, it looks like she's got a decent speed, 870 meters a second with her AP, her fire chance. I mean, her HE shell damage does half of what the uh, what the AP does, but there's a 17% fire chance, so it's not terribly. Now, her secondary armament is 7.6, so theoretically you could go a secondary, but if she's weak sides, you're probably not going to do well in close. Um, yeah, but a 28-second reload time on the on the main guns. Well, yeah, but you get the reload booster, which you could you could spike. I mean, I do well in the JB, and it's got a 30-second reload. So right, but this is a cruiser with 30-second reload time. Yeah, well, they yeah, big guns, big guns. So um, I know. Yeah, so Sigma's only 1.9. Very similar at tier nine, but the breast at tier nine, its chance to fire comes in at 35%, so it doubles. Um, outside of that, it's, it's reload time is at 25 seconds. So it gets better, uh, at tier nine. Let's, let's see what 10 looks like. Also the same, uh, HE and the same armor. 24 second reload time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not and terrible. Sigma's worst. Yeah. Sigma's, Sigma's worst is at 1.8. Yeah. Yeah. They go down as the Sigma goes. Okay. Well. These I don't have know. got really fast muzzle velocity, like their shell velocity is 885, mm-hmm. 870, which is, in game terms, that's a very flat trajectory. Yeah, yeah. So not they're quite, gonna, yeah, not, not quite Russian rail guns. Very close. Very, very close. A flat trajectory. You're not lobbing yeah. stuff over islands in these. Right. Yeah, the French cruiser, the tier 10 there is 840. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's certainly interesting. It's it's nice to see. I mean, they they talked in the roadmap about adding some different lines and splitting some of the lines already. So that's cool. It's it's good to see. Um, but then also adding in eleven point two new ships. Here we have more super cruisers, tier eleven or whatever they want to call them. Uh, the British super cruiser Edgar. Uh, yeah. Um, well, the, Alan Pope, it's, it's, it's got a lot of guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 
souped up Minotaur. Yeah, uh-huh. that's pretty much what it is. It, it's functionally quite similar to its predecessor Minotaur. Main different differences is the increased torpedo range and the availability of alternative firing mode, which allows Edgar to fire several volleys in quick succession that have a higher penetration and damage to those fired using the basic firing mode. Yeah, right. like a super extra. ship needs an extra penetration. I know. Value. And really? extra I know, right? damage? Did I read that right? <laughs> yes. More damage? I agree. I, I think it's silly, but here we are being well, silly going to 11. So that's we're it. cranking it, it is, to 11, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Minotaur class, which means it's still made of Explodium. So right. you look at it sideways, and it explodes. I can. I have utterly destroyed one with a Shikishima. Then, then again, that's most ships. But just yeah. one turret, two rounds, hit Citadel, and it's gone. It's just not. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Right. So probably, uh, it's yeah, probably going to just guys, sit in smoke. As I say, yeah, I was going to say, if you get those guys that can sit in smoke and have good spots, I mean, we've all been there where we're just like going, "Who in the heck?" Is, oh, it's a freaking minnow. Yeah. Crap. Well, just well, it's not going to be pokes. It's going to be very powerful and highly penetrative stabs. <laughs> we have uh, we we have another one from Germany, uh, tier ten Mecklenburg. Uh, Sixty. Yeah, it has three hundred and five <gasps> millimeter guns and four quadruple turrets. What? Now, what? Yeah. Does it think it's a French battleship? Yeah. <laughs> anti-air defenses are based on systems developed in the 40s, so it's probably got better AA. Uh, the key feature of this German battleship is its unique set of guns. They're smaller caliber, high rate of fire, good accuracy, and just the sheer number of them makes it stand out amongst its peers. It's it also armed with torpedo. Uh, good accuracy, so it's not going to be quite a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um Right. It's but just armed be armed with torpedoes, guns. it has good anti-air defense, like we just had developed in the 40s. Uh, however, unlike most German battleships, it does not have access to hydro. I don't think it needs it when it's barking 16 out. <laughs> no. I yeah. mean, no. <laughs> God. You could kick eight out in two different volleys if you wanted to, but... Uh, there's there's a big write up on this one too that I'm not gonna bother with. Uh, let's jump to a tier nine. Well, I, I was thinking of saying it was fun. What's funny was you were saying it has good accuracy. Well, okay, it's German. Anything's better, but any any improvement to their accuracy would be a bonus. Yeah, that's accuracy. that's true. But if they say good accuracy, it might be that they're talking good accuracy in general. And if that's the case, right. it's a huge improvement. Right. Well, Plus, I mean. Plus their their modified pin values, right? I was yeah. I was gonna say if accuracy is determined by amount of shells hitting the target, um, adding more shells to hit the target means accuracy will go up. Well, just it's, by default, Sigma is two point which is really good. The higher, the Sigma, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, considering the the Yamato is what two point one. Okay, so uh, back to what I said. This is what a French battleship that the German took. Is that I, what happened? I think this is no. going along the lines, and I don't want to spoil it too much of the Scharnhorst and the latest German ships, where you have basically tier nine main guns on a tier ten ship. So to compensate for that, they give it a quicker rate of fire and a lot better accuracy. Um, hmm. Yeah, quite possible. Because it's it's shooting three hundred fives, the three hundred five mm-hmm. millimeters, which is 
tier nine guns and cruiser guns, basically. Mm -hmm. But pretty tough anyway. But then we've got the Japanese yeah. battleship yeah. at tier nine Iwami. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that properly, but uh, it's a close quarters combat battleship that enjoys powerful main armament, secondaries with good armor penetration, and torpedoes with a range of 12k that are similar to that on... <laughs> this is hard to read because it's frustrating to even read. Uh, and torpedoes <laughs> with a range of 12k that are similar in stats to those on the Shimakaze. Man, this is sounding great. I'm liking you this. Please tell me more. A battleship with Shimakaze torps. Yeah, Super. but the 12 cage Shimakaze torps. Still, to it's compensate. A well, I mean, <laughs> to it's not in the Tango the, 20s. Yeah, the formidable <laughs> array of offensive weaponry the ship has received uh, 32 millimeter plating and a vulnerable citadel. So uh, the question is, is which goes further, its secondaries or its torpedoes? <laughs> God, That's a good you know question. What? Honestly, well, let's I've, see. I want it. Let's see. Let's see. What is the secondary range here? Uh, I mean, seven K. If it's base seven. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not base, so that means we'll probably get eleven three, maybe twelve out of it. So no, uh, probably uh, seven. You're probably, probably gonna get nine, closer to ten. Nine, maybe ten. Like yeah. nine, yeah. nine three, nine five. Yeah, yeah, which you can tolerate and you can deal with that. Yeah. The torpedoes are going to do almost 24,000 damage. Awesome. <laughs> I'd still... Each. I mean... Each. Yeah, each. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they're in two I by just, fours. Yeah. Jesus. I already I already talked about my Shikishima tonight, and I run my Shikishima as a, uh, a hybrid build, so part secondary, part long-range sniper. And... Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. It's a beautiful thing. But this... I don't have a... Tier, like I wanted the Musashi for so long only because it's just a small tier 9 Yamato but this sounds like a uh, small tier 9 Shikishima with worse guns but the same uh, secondary potential and torpedoes sign me up I want one I mean, you know, my, my thing is I drive every ship like a DD. I didn't read for Wargaming to really make it that every ship is a freaking I DD. I know, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't even have to fire your guns, for God's sake. And your secondaries are barking. You're launching torpedoes everywhere. Oh, my God. I like it. I want it. It's I want just it. Can I get one silly. now? Oh, God. I, ho I hope I never see these. These are just insane. Uh, all right. Well, let's. That's enough of that garbage. Let's let's move. Um, where are we at here? Dev notes are done. Why don't we hit the uh, the old premium ship showcase? You ready for that, Mando? Yeah, sure. Hit it. There you go. He's all yours, bounty hunter. <laughs> uh, tonight, uh, this episode, the Sharnhorst, tier Yay. seven premium. German by, uh, but yeah, the, the and, and, horse. Was, and there was much rejoicing. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Damn it. There we go. There we go. Uh, the Sharn Horse, <laughs> tier seven premium. It's been in the game for a while. She's, uh, she's an older gal. She's a mature MILF in, uh, in, in the uh, premium shit. <laughs> In the premium family show, man. Oh, come on, man. If, not if you guys do not know what MILF stands for, please do not go look it up. You know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Google it. Don't tell your parents. Oh, Google it in yeah. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. She's been around for a while. She's, she's, uh, 
She's a sexy lady. I, she's she's got some Mike wrinkles, Tyson. but we still like to take her for a ride. <laughs> I thought it was Mike Tyson some, some Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's milk. She's, uh, Is that what he calls milk? Milk? No? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. She's a good ship. Um, interesting. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. I had to. Face. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she is um uh one of the first uh battle cruisers in the game, I guess is the best way to put it at tier seven. Really unique, uh really unique game style. Um really uh I we've seen she's had some ups and some downs coming, you know, with some of the patches. Uh, recently, with the secondary buffs, she her secondary and I I actually went out. I took a recommendation. I heard somebody a while back saying, "Hey, uh, secondary spec your Sharn horse." And I was like, "You're crazy!" And and I did. And it's actually works kind of like uh, KJ when he told me to secondary spec my uh, my graph spay back in the day. Uh, yep. yep, back in the day, which was on yep. a Wednesday. I looked I, it up. Mine's mine's mostly spec as a secondary. It's uh. Really great battleship. Good, um, the atypical German line uh, uh, turtleback scheme. Great top speed. Guns reload really fast. Guns are sort of an anomaly on the Scharnhorst, and we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Let's go back to our armor scheme. Uh, I want to say that she has 27 millimeter bow. Of 26. 26. All right, thank you. She does have a four end belt for of 70, but the bow of the four-end plating is the 26. Okay, so she's got heavy cruiser plating. I'm trying to put it into game terms, and so it'd be kind of like shooting at like a Des Moines or something. So if you run into uh, anything that's... Uh, I, I think my math is wrong, but if you run into anything with 406 millimeter or higher, 16-inch guns or higher, they can pretty much punch through your bow and the stern. So you got to kind of watch out for that um but what she lacks in the bow armor she does have in speed and maneuverability she's uh quite quite fast uh what is the and maneuverable and maneuverable yeah she's got a max speed uh well at least the way mine's set up right now is at 30 knots that's probably with captain skills and flags and everything else so let's see yeah, I'm gonna pull mine up on the tech tree here. I was just gonna say I'm looking at a base one. The base is 30 knots, uh, which yeah. for uh, a battleship, a German battleship, is pretty quick. And her ridership time is 14 and a half seconds. Yeah. 800 meter turnings radius. So I mean, she can she can turn pretty she quick. She can move. She can like, dance. It's it's definitely. I mean, I've seen destroyers uh, turn in a wider circle. So. Right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, 30, 30 knots, 800 meter turn circle, 14-second ship. Pretty good. The goal, and again, like I've said before, my goal on every ship is to try to get the shift down as close to 10 seconds as possible, which on a battleship at the higher tiers, you're not really going to get there. However, um, with the Sharnhorse, it's, you're, you're getting pretty gush darn uh, close. I'm looking at secondaries. So secondaries with my full secondary spec captain. You're looking at a secondary range on the Sharn Horse with modules and flags of 9.5 kilometers, which is pretty darn good for a tier 7 ship. Secondary, she is sporting uh, the 105 millimeter guns and a couple of sets of 150s. I do run 
uh, IFHE inertia fuse high explosives on my secondary spec ships and so the which basically and we were talking about this the other day me and uh, um skipper matamo in our clan we were talking about because i was regrinding up through the friedrich de grossa which is um it, but that's a whole nother rabbit hole uh and we we're debating going back to the old ifhe skills and if you should take them on secondary ships and i'm uh, my advice is on a german uh, a secondary ship, most definitely, because what happens is, is let's put it into game terms, your secondary armament, uh, your 105 millimeter guns, which is the smaller guns on the Sharn horse, uh, that puts it up to a 32 millimeter penetration capacity. So you're going to be penning uh, larger battleships, and chances are, in this thing, you, you pretty are. I mean, chances are you're going to wind up at a tier nine match. So you're going to want to have as much high explosive penetration as possible. Then, of course, on the 150 guns, it's going to give it a 47 millimeter pen. But uh, let's talk about the guns real quick. Main battery guns. This is kind of one of the setbacks, I guess, for the unique features of the Sharon Horse is that her main batteries are only 11 inch guns. They're 283 millimeters. She sports an AB and an X turret, typical, um, very common battleship configuration. Uh, at 283 millimeters, guns are pretty solid. They hit pretty decent. A little lackluster or a little anemic, as they say, when you're dealing with bow-in or higher-tier uh, targets. But with a gun velocity of 890 meters per second, they have a really good flat trajectory. And, of course, I have IFHE on my captain, so my fire chance is only 10%. Uh, but so that's one of the things normally you got to... Okay, yeah, normally it's 20. That's one of the things you got to kind of consider with the Sharn Horse is you really need to, and I highly... Um, recommend everybody picking up that that tier one captain skill that allows you to uh shift your ammo load around back and forth because you're, you're going to be ammo switching on this one especially on your your angled in uh targets she does carry torpedoes with her uh so you can control if you can control the engagement against other same mm -hmm. tier ships uh, New Mexico's, Colorado's, Sinops, what have you, and you can control the engagement, use your maneuverability, uh, get in close, and you can use your torpedoes as, as a, a definite uh, follow-up. Uh, extremely versatile. Once again, played as a battle cruiser versus a typical battleship. Great anti-aircraft suite um, for her tier. Uh, and just because she's got small guns, don't really underestimate her because the guns do pack a punch. You you can get some hits um, with the 283s. You just got to kind of be a little bit more picky choosy on, on your ammo type. Mm -hmm. um, and you can easily go after destroyers and smaller light cruisers because of your rudder shift and your hydro. So you're able to hunt them down in smoke. And so in a pinch, if you find yourself on a flank, you can kind of go into that cruiser mode and use her to do a little bit of destroyer hunting. Um, that's it for me as far as pros and cons on the Sharn Horse. What do you guys have? I've enjoyed the ship for a long time. Um, yeah, you try to fulfill that kind of that bridal cruiser role where you don't just lumber along with the big battleships. Usually you just kind of sprint out off to the through the wings and try to put some cross shots in and then get you know once you get spotted go back and try to disengage go hide move somewhere else pop up somewhere else fire a few more rounds disappear again pop around somewhere else if you can and, and try to play that hide and seek method because at, at 30 knots for a cruiser you're basically a cruiser even though you're a battleship um 
you move pretty quick and you know i mean it's the the hard part about it is i guess is the reload time like you were saying i mean you know switching ammo types it may it may only be a 20 second reload but my lord there are times you're just like got somebody perfectly lined up and you're like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting because <laughs> at 20 second you're like give just hurry up just finish just i don't care if the breach is closed just so like let me fire right. so, <laughs> but yeah you gotta you do have to be kind of picky and choosy with your arm with your uh uh ammo type setups and like i said your torpedoes yeah there you do have but unfortunately they're only 6k torpedoes um they're always a nice surprise to to give somebody when they come uh, want to come in and and especially when you got some of the, the American battleships that are just lumbering on and you're just kind of like standing there watching, holding a stopwatch, waiting for them to catch up to you, to ram you. And the last moment you just turn and just unload your torpedoes and move on. So, <laughs> but like I said, I, I do enjoy the enjoy the ship. Um, uh, I enjoy that one. And uh, what's kind of her sister for that one? The, uh, even though it's up the tier up is the, the Prince Wagon. Those, those two, yeah, I, I, I have a... Yeah, and Brandenburg. Yeah, they, they they to me are just kind of all in that same group of those battle cruisers that are just overall just a lot of fun. I mean, I just I what, enjoy them. One thing I do want to look at and point out, and it, before um, moving on to you know somebody else's opinion is I forgot to mention the fifty millimeter deck armor, which is going to help you out a lot, especially in the lower tier. Like if you can get top tier mm -hmm. or same tier going up against the light cruisers uh you're going to be shattering a lot of high explosive I mean, I mean she's got some superstructure up um but for just she one will that, burn yeah she will burn but for the those that are just lobbing stuff behind islands you do have that 50 millimeter deck armor which is going to help you shrug off a lot of that he spam that's coming in so i wanted to weigh in on Converse side of the Sean Horse going against one. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and it's topical because right now we have uh, the 2v2 brawls um, at tier 7. So I've been seeing a lot of Sean Horses. Um, I have been taking out the tier 7 uh, Prince Heinrich, um, which is the part of the new German uh, battlecruiser line. And um, her armament is very similar to the Sharn Horse. Um, they share the same hit points. Uh, the Sharn Horse has um, pretty much about the same uh, uh, secondaries as the tier 8 in this battlecruiser line, the Zeitan, um, which I thought was fascinating. Uh, but the one of the big difference really is uh, in the main armament and the torpedoes. Otherwise, the, the hulls pretty much... Uh, very same. Heinrich doesn't have the turtle back, um, so can still be citadeled pretty well. Uh, but at the that lower caliber guns, ankling just right against it, she hardly does it. She might get one or two pens, but the Sharn Horse is going to struggle to do a lot of damage. Um, the Heinrich has 10k torps, which if uh, they're slow, they're super slow. Uh, Sean Horse torpedoes are a lot faster. Um, so you need to use that speed in the Sean Horse in order to get the drop on other ships with torpedoes. Um, even at that, you know, same tier or even a tier up or two. In, in your, if you're in tier seven, you're probably going to see tier nine. So 
the Palmer is probably the one ship you want to steer very well clear of because um, she will eat you alive. Uh, but it's it's one of those ships that you have to be very precise with your shots. You have to be first with your shots and you have to do that damage quick. Otherwise, um, the the Heinrich, the new battlecruiser line for the Germans feels like uh, they really make the Scharnhorst feel anemic in, in a lot of ways. Um, so if you don't have the, the money to shell out for a Scharnhorst, but you want a similar playstyle, check out that ba German battlecruiser line. You'll find it plays very similarly. Not nearly as uh, awesome as the Scharnhorst does, but uh, in the right hands, you can do wonders on a budget. And that's my two cents. Well, mine is simply, I like it. I like it a lot. I was lucky enough. I, I don't, I, I want to say Black Friday because I ended up getting it with the, it's the Scharnhorst Black. And I have to say, even if it's just going to sit in your port, the Scharnhorst Black is really, really pretty. So, I mean, there, there's that. I mean, it's, it's black. It's got the big cross and red on the deck. It's just sharp. It's a good looking ship to start with. Taking it out on the water, I enjoy the heck out of it. It, it. it it feels like, you know, when there's 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 cruisers around, the AP is strong enough to pen. It's not terrible wonky dispersion like a lot of the other German stuff has been. Um, the torps are good. I predominantly use them as defensive. Although once in a while I see somebody sneaking and and I can I can spin them around so they come out around the corner and they eat them. You know it, it, it's helpful. I don't use them much. I haven't had a whole lot of problems with with uh, aircraft at that tier against that ship due to its uh, its AA suite. Um, and you know when I'm up against those big battleships, those slow movers that I just can't seem to pen, I switched to HE and I didn't go with the IFHE. I wanted to use the 20% and get some burns and I get quite a few burns and uh, the HE is really strong for the uh, for the DDs that come in. Also there's another good you know, spit torps when they're out there trying to torp you and <laughs> it, it comes in handy sometimes too. So I enjoy it. I, I really like it. And honestly, I wasn't a big fan of most German uh, battleships. I don't have currently any of them outside of that one. And that one is really, uh, it's because of that one that I want to get back into that line and play more. So if, if that's something that, that, tells you a little bit about the the quality of the some of those ships you know the sharn horse man it, it's a good solid ship I, I highly recommend picking one up if and uh my clan mates also recommended it and said you know what get the sharn horse you won't be disappointed i gave it a shot you know what i'm i'm absolutely not disappointed i'm a big fan so but Let's get to all right. Where did I put it? Let Let's move on to this. Say, we can just convince you of some of the other ones. Yep. The sweeps and the creeps. And there'd be no convincing of other ones. 
no, 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 no. I wanted it. I, wanted wasn't, to... I wasn't saying one in particular. You went there. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just said just different ships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I knew what you were hinting at, and so did every listener out there that enjoys this show. Cut it I was out. Talking about the soyas. I was talking about the soyas. Not the soyas. <laughs> the soyas. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better with the soyas. I'm, I'm getting better. Yay. I, I've learned how to understand its terrible weakness and. I'm working around said weakness as best as I can. But since you brought that up, it's a perfect segue because I was in it the other day, um, yesterday. Yes, you were. I jumped in it and it was a solo, just me. Nobody else was on. It was kind of like crickets around here and that's okay. I got in there. I I reached that tier. I've got to get back to the Kremlin. It's part of the research points that I'm trying to finish off on that line. And I'm in it, and I'm out there motoring around, doing my thing, and I get spotted. And, of course, everybody on my flank, as I engage the enemy, bails on me and leaves me hanging. At that point, I end up having CVs come from everywhere at me. I'm getting all kinds of crap dumped on me and dumped on me and rockets. And I I swear to God, it, it felt like the carrier was on the other side of the island that I was. And as soon as the torps came up and dropped on me, they were gone, and here come rocket planes. Next thing you know, here come the bombers. I'm like, are you kidding when you stop? And <laughs> I had another game. I was gone. Let's just say that. I was gone quickly. I think I was the first blood out of the game, and I'm never a big fan of that. But I was in an Iowa later on, too. And once again, you know, I, I mentioned it last week. My, the rest of the team just refuses to push. And I'm still trying to play the game and win the game. And, and you know, our entire team's running to the J-line while all of our caps are in the enemy's hands. And they can just stand, sit there and wa- wait out the game. They don't have to fire a shot. So I'm out there at least trying to get some points and do something with the game. And I'm out there with an Iowa. And I'm trying to move around. And I'm getting hammered with the air the, the, the sky cancer is what it is. It's it's sky mm-hmm. cancer. They're everywhere. These I don't know if it was. It feels like it was a two CV game. It, it probably wasn't, but there was so many freaking aircraft. I mean, I got around the corner and it was uh, it was that dang FDR. And I swear That's to God, he, he dropped like seven torpedoes, hit me with six of them. And then he spins around and comes back and hits me with another five of them. I mean, I'm I'm bleeding and there's there's floods all over the place. I'm getting burnt because, of course, here there's you know there's there's ships just pounding and pounding away at me because I'm easy to see. I'm spotted. You know, I'm trying to do something before I sink, and I'm just right. getting pounded. You know, and you know that that that's that's something to speak to the sky cancer. But then I gotta. I got to bring up that there's there is a terrible secondary disease that is plaguing this game right now as well. For those we we whined for the longest time about battleships not pushing, just sitting way back on the ten line and launching in, and now we've got a lot of them that are out there with shorter ranges and they have to move up. But to counter that, we've got a bunch of these new German ships that come out, and it's not just the German ships, but those are the ones that I'm probably predominantly seeing the Schlieffen, the Zeitens, all of those that come out there, uh, that, that other Prince, whatever it is, uh, at, at the higher tier. Heinrich. Sure. Oh, uh, oh, whatever. Yeah. 
I run into one of those buggers. I don't even remember what I, a Kronstadt. I was in a tier nine. I'm in the Kronstadt. I'm doing some damage. I'm having a good time. And everywhere I went, there was secondaries firing from a, over the top of a mountain and just pummeling me. Every shell, I swear to God, their secondaries are, are more accurate than their main guns. And I'm, I can't even see him. Somehow he sees me, and he's just up and over the island. And he doesn't even have to pay any attention to me because his secondaries are just barking. And I'm getting pounded. And as I finally turn and, and get inside an island so he can't reach me, guess who else comes around with secondaries and starts pounding me? Oh, and, and on top of that, here comes an aircraft carrier with dropping some torps in there, and I'm out. Like, are you kidding me? This is just nuts. Everywhere, mm -hmm. every game, there are so many secondaries. I'm fine for a little bit of the secondaries, a little bit of the love, but it's everywhere now, and it's it, it's... We talked about DDs a few weeks ago, getting better and feeling like you can play really good with them now. Not anymore. The minute you're spotted, you're gone. You Not only does mm -hmm. everybody focus fire you, as they should, but you've got the secondaries, which start barking. And, and most, I swear to God, these beep, these battleship drivers with this insane range that they have have no idea you are even there. They're busy with their main guns way over here on the other side of the map, and their secondaries are carving you to shreds. So something mm -hmm. has to, I, I don't know, am I alone? I, I know I'm no. not alone. I know I'm not alone, no. but somebody somebody take the mic. I'm about to throw it through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I mean, take it I anymore. I'm, I, uh, I've been playing it recently. Um, I've only recently started getting into the secondaries thanks to the, the Massachusetts and Tsukushima. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely on the I've other really side of the fence. I love secondaries. I'm glad they made a comeback. I'm glad they got buffed up again. I'm glad the secondaries are out there. I will go up against a secondary ship and a play against them, then go up against submarines or, or aircraft carriers any day of the week. Bring your secondaries on, because I, I got mine too. I, I just, I'm on the other side of the fence. I just can't <sighs> stand trying to wade through like three ships that are just absolutely pummeling me with secondaries. Because I happen to be the uh, in their range. Uh, doesn't matter where I'm at. It happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, at least here's the thing. At least with with uh, the airplanes. Okay. Uh, half the time that I get, I, I have a problem with airplanes. It's because I don't have anybody around me, or I have so few ships around me, or they're so uh, far away that there's no true AA cover. So that's an easy fix. Just hang next to your other ships. Um, does it suck because you're not going out and doing the objective? Yeah, but maybe you, as a group, you might be able to do it. You know, like a team. Probably not, but that's I know it's it's you're right. It's a foreign concept. But uh, with secondaries, there is no defense. The only defense against secondaries is sink it fast, and sometimes it's not possible because my guns won't reach. But your guns are the same caliber of mine, and they reach, and they're somehow stupid accurate. And uh, yeah. I agree. Um, I am glad that secondaries have come back. I find secondaries to be fun. However, I also feel like it's there, there, there's too much now, and there's nothing. There's no no way to to defend against it. No, nope. the air Never cover. Too many secondaries. No, I, I don't have sure. a problem about the secondaries per se. I have a problem sometimes issues with how accurate those secondaries are. Amen. Especially if I'm 
Yeah. I'm in a destroyer running around at, at full tilt and I have them just eating me alive no matter yeah. what I try to do. That's what I have an issue with. I yep. can under, I can understand getting thumped by the main guns because they got a good shot off. They led me right and all this kind of stuff. But you don't you don't see the secondary. You can't see where the secondary are. All you have is a bunch of dots flying at you. You can't tell exactly what shots going where to even have a chance to try to dodge anything. <laughs> at or least if it's a, shells, a big one or a small one. Right. Like you want to dodge the bigger ones, but you can't right. tell which ones those are because exactly. sometimes they're just straight up In, invisible. In all fairness, on a full secondary ship, even with the manual secondary fire control, it takes a little bit of time for that accuracy to spin up. So it doesn't just start out, um, you know, deadly accurate. It takes a good 20, 25 seconds for that accuracy to start spinning up. And the longer that they have that secondary guns on you, though, the more accurate and the more accurate they're going to get. The thing about secondaries, though, is is that you have to be able to, to spot something to shoot at it. They're not going to spot you in smoke. They're not going to... I mean, there's ways to get around them, but nothing makes me happier that being in a group of secondary battleships and actually pushing forward and pushing a cap like you're supposed right. to be doing. Right. And but, I got no like I said, what, I got no issue with that. I like I said, what, I just have, have the issue of them just completely melting a destroyer, which I know that's it's what they can do. That's that's not what I'm complaining about. But it's just you, the constant relentless nothing nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta get away. Um they, the range is finite. It, it's not infinite range like an aircraft carrier. Oh, it might as well be. And the one thing that pisses me off about secondaries, and I'm gonna, I'm going outside the box on this one, is I hate it when you have a secondary ship on your team and they're sitting on the freaking J line or the one line, and they're sitting, you know, all the way back trying to snipe with German precision accuracy in sar oh, sarcasm no. and their secondary is doing absolutely I'm, nothing i'm helping the other match in the other game on the other map push yeah. in if you're in a secondary ship push in you don't have to you, you don't have to fully commit to a cap but but get in there because you, you are just you're robbing yourself of damage and you're robbing your team of victories by not using it it's like having a ferrari and driving it on a dirt road you're not going to reach the full potential Okay, if you have a secondary ship and you are secondary spec, get into the fight. That's what you're designed to do. Be smart about it, but get into the fight. Don't sit on the back row and try to snipe with a cur first. It's I not going to work. I don't know what you're talking about. Us southern folks down here, we take a Ferrari, jack it up, give it a 15-inch lift, and put mud tires on it. What are you talking about? <laughs> you should listen to her purr. But, you know, and you guys already know my thoughts on aircraft carriers. I think they deserve to be at the bottom of the ocean anyway. But it does suck, like you said, Cyber, when you get when you start getting focused in. I've never agreed that the aircraft carrier should have unlimited planes. I don't care that, oh, well, it's a two-minute cooldown for this or that. No. It, no. I have you a two-minute so cooldown two on my torpedoes. Mm-hmm. I have a whatever cooldown on my guns. Your your two your two minute cooldown on your planes. Yeah, you, that doesn't happen until the end of the freaking match. I have an entire match that I have a ninety second cooldown on torpedoes, or a, a minute and a half, or a two minute cooldown on torpedoes, depending on what I'm you know what destroyer I'm playing. And don't cry me a river. <laughs> I mean, the, the the some real world uh, uh, thought here. I was on, I worked on Harriers and I was attached to a. Uh, um, 
kind of a, a reinforcement fleet on a tiny aircraft carrier called an LHD. Um, it primarily had helicopters, but because I was on a, I worked on Harriers, it can land vertically, i.e. on a small ship. So I think we only had six birds in total, six, six uh, fixed wing aircraft. And uh, uh, yeah, um, if any of them are down for any reason, uh, that, that bird's not going back up anytime soon. Uh, we had one go down and it was in the hangar bay for like uh, three of our eight months uh, being fixed. And uh, yeah, there, there's no two minute uh, cool down. Uh-uh. If you, I, then again, I think it'd be cool. Make it realistic. You only have so many bullets. When you run out, there's no more bullets. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but like, but the carriers they used to have that used they used to have so many airplanes exactly. in their disposal, and then and you then could only limited. Yeah, send so many out at a time. You couldn't control them, and that was interesting and fun, and I liked that. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of, I kind of wish they would do a hybrid of that and like their new airstrike mechanic. Where you have to see where you're you're sending your planes out. They have a finite range. Um, you send them out just like that, but then it's really you have to lead them like five minutes in advance. So probably won't work out too well. I just miss the old carriers. Do yeah. Anyway, I just had to get that out. Secondaries are just all over the place, and it spreads like a disease. I mean, it, it it's spreading worse than COVID <laughs> right now. Everywhere you look, it's everywhere. <laughs> They're all over the place. Everybody's got one, and it seems like yeah, they're they're just they're everywhere. What what the biggest kick in the nuts to me is is when I see when when I finally sink because I've been getting pelted and pelted and pelted by these pebbles that are coming from over there everywhere I, uh, yeah i'm sinking so i'm out of the game i rotate over and i'll go take a look at the guy that shot me and his main guns are firing in the complete opposite direction he had no idea i was mm -hmm. even there his secondaries were tearing me apart and he was completely oblivious to the fact he was right. firing and fighting somebody else and had no concept of my existence at all i would like to see an alteration of the secondaries to where you have to if they're going to be that goddamn good you need to have the manual fire set up and you know maybe put a booster or something on it where it can only get that horribly accurate for a little bit or don't even turn on until you click on what you want to shoot at you know something i don't know it's got to be tweaked it's right now it's massively op and i i never thought i'd see that yeah, kind of like, kind of like the battles that you, like we got in the other night when we were uh, was it last night when we got up tiered and yes I know you were playing the Yukon and we already know it's short ranged but yeah. we got up tiered and you could never get close enough to shoot at anything because yeah <laughs> because of your short range because of us being up tiered and as soon as you did fire somebody everybody spotted you. Oh and yeah, secondary just started raining. flying in, and so yeah. did the, all the main battery guns. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're just sitting there going, "I I can't shoot at anything because my range is can't too short because yep. we're up here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No good, man. No good at all. There's just no no combating it either. That's the worst part. 
Yeah, you just get to sit there and get pummeled and just wait till your partner in the div with you gets pummeled enough. So you can just say, all right, screw it, back to port, jump in another game, because this clearly was effed up. (laughs) I'm suddenly reminded of uh, the uh, Napoli with Crawling Smoke and a Schlieffen. Yeah, that's, you want to talk about, and then a uh, a, a destroy out spotting form that's invisible. So, yeah, that's that's truly the worst, because... uh, there's just nothing you can really do about it. And because their range is, you know, uh, arguably far considering, it's it's just uh, nothing. There's nothing you can when, do. When Sink these ships have a secondary range that is longer range than my main battery, there's a problem. <laughs> I've said that for the longest time. And you know how much I love love the Atlanta. I know. know. (laughs) When the secondaries with, with in some cases, smaller calibers can outrange the uh the Atlanta. Yeah, that's I've 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 had an issue with that for a long time. (laughs) That's why you just grab your Massachusetts, take your Atlanta, duct tape it to each side and then go. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's wrap this up and head to parting shots. Uh, Mando, let's start with you. Uh, come back to me. i got to put up my name so yeah, we can. I, gotta I, I got a big list. Oh, I got a big oh my God. He's got to check it twice. He's got, uh, he's again, got a double list because he didn't have one last time. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> KJ, we'll go with you then. All right. Um <clears throat> Not a whole lot. I've played some this this week. I've tried to get in as much as I can. Uh, of course, work yeah, is work. Um, yeah. Kind of interesting to see how the French cruisers are going to play out. I mean, a, f- a fast battleship cruiser combo. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then I, then I know they've got the uh, the Italian, which we didn't really talk about, but I also know that they've got the Italian destroyers coming up too. So kind of piqued my interest on that to see how those are going to turn out. Um, but all in all, not too bad of a week. Uh, um, uh, you know, guys, just you know, don't uh, don't degrade people in chat. I've seen that way too often on things and calling people oh, yeah. names and so yeah. on and so forth. It's it's really uncalled for. Um, you know, it is a game after all. Yes, we, we gripe about it and we fuss about it, but just remember it is a game. Um, there is one thing I kind of wanted to mention real quick. Um, if, if you haven't seen it yet, um, Sea Lord Mountbatten, uh, just kind of plugging him a little bit. He did a, a uh, released a video on YouTube called about the servers are broken. And it was talking about the tick rate or, or the server's tick rate. And what that is is basically how fast our com- your computer will talk to the servers, the wargaming servers, and so on and so forth. And it was kind of an interesting thing that the way the tick rate is, is calculated, it's, it's like one-seventh of a second. And so he was doing some calculations and some testing and showing that on some of the higher-tier machine guns, as we'll call them, um, when you should be getting... Uh, more RPM or rounds per minute really aren't getting that rounds per minute until you cross that one seventh uh, tick threshold. So it was kind of interesting. So if you get a chance to watch the video again, it's called um, uh, So the Servers Are Broken and it's by Sea Lord Mountbatten. It's got some interesting information in there about um, about what he's kind of figured out. He he was kind of made aware of it, I guess, through some forum posts that people were were talking about. 
And I guess they brought this has been brought up to Wargaming in the past, and they kind of went, yeah, we'll look into it. And, of course, you know, they never really looked into it or didn't say that they did or didn't do anything about it. And I guess they've come back and said that they're going to look looked for a fix to fix it in patch 11.3. So we'll see if they actually actually fix that but uh yeah it was it, it, yeah again just watch the video it's it's pretty informative it's it's pretty interesting to see that you're not really getting the uh rpm that you're you think you are <laughs> <laughs> all right nimitz what do you got or excuse me nimitz. <laughs> nimitz. jesus oh my lord you know what here oh where's the nimitz at where's yeah, the gong all right gong to <laughs> all right so everybody gone to gone to my bad <laughs> I guess yeah, Nimitz, Nimitz, Nimitz was on the mind, I guess. My bad. He's been gone for a while in here. We haven't seen He's on assignment. You know what it is? Both of you guys have been gone for so long, and, and you're, both your names start with an N, so it is what it is. All right, Nightmare, go ahead. I, they right. were on assignment. Yeah. You know, I, I do want to mention, I think uh, that I came on to the show originally to replace Nimitz one time. He just wasn't around, so I filled in his role for that night. Uh, so yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just I'll just be the new Nimitz. Let me go grab my drink. Yeah, the the rent of Nimitz, yeah. <laughs> Clink the ice in the glass. We, we <laughs> have, well, that's that's how Nimitz became a regular. He was the rent Amando. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the rent Amando. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think there's only one that hasn't one or two of us that hasn't missed every single show. So okay, think of who that could be. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that works. I know. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, my parting shots kind of echo KJR's a little bit. Uh, uh, put, you put, you get back what you put out, um, especially in a game with a community uh, such as World of Warships. We, right. we a lot of people take it seriously, and uh, uh, my my sentiment's going to be more of a don't trash somebody for their statistics. Um, right. Some people, like like a lot of us, are not smart when we're younger. Which is why we make mistakes. We learn, we grow as a person. As we get older, we then become wise. It translates to video game stats. You're not good when you start. You have to learn. You have to improve. You have to grow. And sometimes it takes a long amount of games to play before that happens. In that case, your win rate, which for some reason everyone has decided is the defining factor of how good of a player you are, which makes no sense, um, is qualifies for them to you know put you down don't 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 do that to other people um and uh don't let others do it to you if if they uh you know start calling you out and trying to get a rise out of you they ignore it add them to your ignore list there's a blacklist for a reason you just disregard them because obviously they're caring about numbers that have literally no impact on how you play the game Right. And if you have any questions on how to put anybody on a blacklist, just send Mando an email. He will be more than happy to tell you how to do it because his list is quite extensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I got quite a few myself. Fan mail quite frequently in game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I did want to plug one more little thing. Uh, Mando recently turned me on to them, but the, the Mad Viking Beard Company, not sponsored by them yet, but we should be because. I uh, I enjoy their products. I uh, <laughs> they do. I, they have some good beer products. Yeah, they're they they have all kinds of stuff. They just recently uh, did released a uh, a paddle brush um, for your head or your beard. So if you have either, 
Um, it's going to be good. Helps not break and tear and everything. I'm probably going to get one because I also have long hair. But uh, uh, I, I got their Berserker uh, fragrance. And uh, aside from the, the just very powerful lemony scent, um, it's really nice. It absorbs far better than I ever anticipated. And I'm quite impressed. I'm so impressed with the quality quant of everything that once I'm done with what I have, um, I'm going to go back and get more. So, and hopefully we'll have a sponsorship deal so y'all can get a discount too. Uh, fortunately, I wouldn't be able to probably partake in that because um, I'm doing everything I can to hang on to the beard that I got because mama's not pleased. <laughs> See, and that's why you need some uh, supplies from the Mad Viking Beard Company. No, she is, has nothing to do with how it looks or anything. She's just like, mm -mm, no, it's not, no, no. <laughs> Don't like it, huh? Nobody likes a stinky beard. She she's not a big fan of of it, so she keeps calling me, you know, as I've as I said before, grumpy grandpa or, or grumpy Santa. So uh, <laughs> everything is, what's the matter, Santa? You blah 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 blah. And I'm like, when would you stop calling me that? And she's like, not until you cut it. <laughs> you well, know what? Just, now you're not getting anything for Christmas. <laughs> not even coal. <laughs> just do that. Just do the uh, tried, tested, and true. Tune her out. That's what I've I do. Tune them out. Act as if you don't hear them. Just turn the volume on the ears down and don't pay any attention. So, I'm working on it. It's a, it's a work in progress. All right, Mando, are you ready yet? I am. I got All my right. names up as you promised. I did. I did a double <laughs> name list this time. I think one of them was one we mentioned before, but it's so hilarious when I saw it that I had to put it up again a second time. A couple of movie references in there. Uh, without delay, wrinkled flesh flap. <laughs> uh, I'm CV Trash. Colonel Kurtz, which is a reference to Apocalypse Now. I did run into a Jake from State Farm and a State from Jake Farm. Um, Turdlock Holmes, that one gave me a, 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 um, a chuckle. Uh, and Force 10 from Navarone, great movie. Uh, mm -hmm. And the last one is is mentioned last, but is the first place on the name for the episode list, which is Walter Sobacek 1911. That name is awesome. Uh, I'll put those up in the chat. As always, email the show, thefullbroadside at gmail.com. We'll hook you up with uh, a, a free weekend pass and... Uh, Show us your beards. Get yeah. into the uh, log into the to the Discord. It's free. Jump in. Go down to the live show chat room. Uh, I think uh, we've already done it before, but I will put up another beard pick and I'll start off the thread on the. You'll see the uh, nightmares got his threads going up there. The um, the full broadside episode fifty eight. The fifty eight thread. If you're listening to the show, show us your beard. Show your beard off. That's all I got. Right on. Well. You know, this show isn't it isn't just for us. It's for the listeners, and and I, I got a big shout out to all the patrons out there and all the listeners out there that that keep downloading and keep listening. And uh, you know, you wanna wanna message us, shoot us an email, follow the show notes, or just rewind 15 seconds to where Mando dropped it, and uh, you know, send us something. You want us to talk about something? You want to hear something else, uh, you know, something specific, you know, that, that we may have missed or something you want a little bit more uh, deeper information on, you know, hit us up. Otherwise, you know, you can always, you know, 
contribute to the show go to you know follow the follow the link right there in the show notes the uh, the old uh, patreon site and uh, you know cheap as a as as a cheap as a buck a month it's not that bad or you can get downright crazy and, and get become a, one of those big time patrons and uh, get a big old the full broadside mug you know that's all kind of neat as Katie new and improved is hopefully cool. yeah new and improved yep yep new and improved so that should Ooh. be cool yeah 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 pretty sweet i should i should i should probably start designing a t-shirt for me there like you go yeah that's the idea is to get all kinds of different things in there for people that have interest in in subscribing to the show and whatnot so but anyway thanks to everybody for for your continued support and uh you know keep listening we'll keep putting it out Until next time, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.